Today's episode contains spicy content. Discretion advised. Please be sure to like and subscribe and stick around after the story to hear my thoughts. My dress pulled around my ankles, leaving me in only my lace bra and thong. Trembles racked me from anticipation or the slight chill in the air. I wasn't sure. Probably a mixture of both. Reese was silhouetted against the moonlight so I couldn't see his face, but I could feel the heat of his gaze and it raked over me. Dark and possessive like a lover's touch, leaving a trail of delicious goosebumps in its wake. I wet my lips, dying to touch him, but knowing it was in my best interest not to move until he told me to. Bra. Off. Two seconds later, white lace joined green silk on the floor. I reached down to shimmy out of my underwear, but a low growl halted my movements. I didn't tell you to do that. Reese's eyes lingered on my breast, and my nipples already so hard that they could cut glass pebbled further. Keep your underwear gloves, and heels on, he said, still in that deceptively soft tone, and crawl to me. My breath gusted out in shock even as my core spasmed at the order. I'd never crawled for anyone in my life, while I was all but naked no less. Even if I wasn't the future queen, it would be degrading, humiliating, depraved, and I'd never been more turned on. I sank to my hands and knees, shivering again at the feel of the cool wood floor against my bare skin, and I began to crawl. The room wasn't that big, but the anticipation made it seem endless. Halfway across, I glimpsed myself in the full-length mirror mounted on the wall, and my skin burned at the sight. I still wore the elegant elbow-length gloves that came with my bridesmaid outfit, but when paired with only my heels and thong, they looked obscene. My breathing grew choppier. I was so wet, my thighs slid against each other, and by the time I reached Reese, I was dripping all down my legs. I stopped at his feet and looked up. I could see him more clearly now, but his expression remained unreadable, except for the fire blazing in his eyes. Good girl. He fisted my hair with one hand and used the other to unbuckle his pants. His cock sprung out, thick and hard, the swollen head dripping with pre-cum. God, I needed to taste him. No one had ever turned me on as much as he did. Every word, every touch, every glance, I wanted it all. I stared at him with pleading eyes. Reese hadn't finished nodding before I took him in my mouth, savoring his groans and the way he pulled my hair as I eagerly licked and sucked. What would your people say if they could see you now, princess? He grunted, pushing his cock deeper until it hit the back of my throat. I spluttered, my eyes watering from the sheer size of him. Crawling and choking on your bodyguard's cock? I moaned out an unintelligible response. My hands drifted between my legs, but I didn't make contact before he yanked me up and captured my mouth in a hard, punishing kiss. He was still angry about Stefan. I could taste it on his tongue, feel it in the roughness of his hands as he squeezed my ass. You're more than just a bodyguard to me. I needed him to understand that, even amid our lust-drenched haze. Yeah, I can get you off too, Reese said. Bet none of the lily-livered aristocrats out there can fuck you the way you need. I didn't take the bait. It's more than that, 
It was the closest I'd come to voicing what was in my heart. Something vulnerable flickered in Reese's eyes, and his touch gentled for a second before his face hardened again. He spun me around and bent me over the table, pressing his body against mine until every inch of him melded into every inch of me. He lowered his mouth to my ear and tangled one of his hands with mine. I want you to know something, princess. He said, his voice a hoarse rasp against my skin. There's not much in the world I want to claim as mine. I've seen and done too much shit in my life to believe in forever. But you... He grasped my chin with his free hand. You belong to me. I don't give a fuck what the law or anyone else says. You are mine. Understand? Yes. I squeezed his hand, my heart and body aching for completely different reasons. Reese exhaled a harsh, shuddering breath and pulled back. I was about to protest before he roughly parted my thighs and yanked my underwear down. The ball of anticipation in my stomach coiled tighter. There's something else you should know. He dragged two fingers through my wetness before shoving them in my mouth, forcing me to taste my juices. An unbidden moan slipped out at the unfamiliar tang on my tongue. I don't like it when other people touch what's mine, especially when it's a date who's not me. I knew that I'd be in trouble the minute I said that. But maybe you need a lesson to drive that point home. Reese rubbed his thumb over my swollen clip before his palm landed where his thumb had been. My body jerked and a yelp of surprise and pain tore from my throat. But Reese's fingers in my mouth muffled the sound. His palm landed on my pussy again with a loud slap. And again and again. I was shaking, my eyes filled with tears as razor-sharp sensations spiked through me. My entire world had narrowed to the pulsing heat between my legs and the man who doled out pain and pleasure in equal measure. Who does your pussy belong to? Reese removed his fingers from my mouth and squeezed my breast. You. I gasped, clutching the edge of the table so hard my knuckles turned white. Say it again. Hard, demanding, authoritative. You. My pussy belongs to you. My voice broke and sob as he delivered another stinging slap to my clit. That's right. It belongs to me, and don't you forget it. Slap. I let out a keening wail, trying to scrabble away and push back harder against him at the same time. I couldn't tell whether I loved or hated what was happening, only that I was dripping and burning, and every scrape of my nipples against the wooden table sent another jolt of heat straight to my throbbing clit. Are you going to dance with your date again? Reese's voice sounded remarkably even, if tightly controlled. I shook my head, the tears sliding down my cheeks. Good. Slap. You are so wet, princess. Slap. You should see how pretty and swollen your clit looks right now, like it's begging for me to spank it harder. Slap. It was too much. The words... The brutal, filthy punishment. The fact that we were doing this just around the corner and down the hall from my family and friends. I exploded. Hard, long, violent, ears buzzing, knees buckling, showers of light bursting behind my eyes. I would have fallen to the floor had Reese not held me up while the strongest orgasm of my life tore through me like an electric storm. 
and I had to drop my head and bury my face in my arm to stifle my screams. I was still riding out the waves of my mind-shattering release when I felt Reese's tongue gently stroke my clit, licking and soothing until the burn faded. Just as I gathered myself together, he stood and slowly pushed his cock inside of me. He withdrew equally slowly until just the tip remained inside and paused. I inhaled, but my first real breath of the night broke into a squeal when he suddenly slammed into me with a vicious thrust. His fist in my hair kept me in place as he bottomed out with each downward stroke, and the contrast between the gentleness of his entry and the savage fury with which he now fucked me scrambled my senses to the point where I could only hold on to the table for dear life. In and out. Harder and faster, each time until the tingles at the base of my spine came back to life, and I crashed over the edge again. Oh, God, Reese. That's it, princess. He pressed a kiss to my shoulder, his movements growing jerkier. He was about to come, too. Such a good girl. Come for me. I did. Endlessly and unashamedly, breaking into a million pieces around him. And as Reese too came with a loud groan, I wondered if he knew he owned every one of those pieces, not just of my body, but also my heart. So that was Twisted Games, Twisted Book 2 by Anna Huang. This is the second part of the Twisted series. This involves Princess Bridget and her bodyguard Reese. And, oh, I know I sound like a broken record. Anna knows what she is doing with these books. I am up. Mind you, I am the person who goes to bed or like starts getting ready for bed at like 8.15, 8.30. I am up till one o'clock in the morning reading these books because I just, I cannot stop. It's so good. Like I've never read a story that involves a princess and her bodyguard. I've talked about this before in a previous episode where I am used to the most intense scenes happening on page two, the end of chapter one. This is one of those slow burn books where I was expecting Reese and Bridget to, I mean, hook up almost instantly, right? It starts off the same. They both dislike each other. They have their whole bickering and they're back and forth. And he's her bodyguard for two years, two years, and still nothing has happened. We have both of their perspectives and, you know, you're waiting for that moment for one of them to just break and and cross that line that you know and that we want them to cross so badly and oh my god this book is such a roller coaster and I love it I mean come on a princess and a bodyguard you don't get more forbidden love than that and forced proximity also and we love Reese he is brooding and he's dark and he has this big old past to him and then we have Bridget who is a literal princess so her life is planned out to a T she has to live a certain way but of course they see each other in a way that nobody else sees them and this scene who this scene when they finally one hooked up for the first time I sat up again kicking and screaming and giggling I was like oh my god this is so exciting and then just seeing oh my god this scene and the way that they get to it oh I was obsessed I loved it 
So I feel like a common theme that we get to in the Twisted series, honestly, in any of these like dark romance and romance books, it comes to the, who do you belong to? I want to hear you say it. Like, this is only mine. This is always where I laugh, you know, kind of back and forth, where in real life, if you met some guy and he was like, no one's going to ditch you. You're like, oh, you know, back up. You don't know me. And then you read it in these books and you're like, oh my God, this is the best thing in the world. Obviously, right? It depends on the person. You know, if you have someone who tells you those things and it resonates with you, then heck yeah, go for it. But um, in these books, you know, we we see a pattern of that with these guys. And oh, I, I'm not even going to lie. I'm a sucker for it. I'm in my head being like, yeah. Yeah, say who you say you belong to him. Say that no one's gonna touch you because I think it's that it's that feeling of right somebody just wanting you that bad that they're like this is mine and I want to hear you say it. You're like, oh yes, please, I will happily say it, mumble it, however you want me to show it. I will do that for you if that's what you want. If you are giving me what I need and satisfying me, and we get each other, one hundred percent, I will do it all. So. In this scene in particular, he, um, obviously Princess Bridget has to go on a date. She has to marry another royal. So in a sense, both Bridget and Reese know that they can never be together, right? Because he's not of a royal bloodline. So she's going on the dates. He's the bodyguard on these dates and he has to like see them together. And in this scene, it's her her brother, I believe, is the one that's getting married. And she's dancing with, with Stefan. And that's when he totally pulls the bodyguard and he's like, you have a very important call. And that's where they end up in this room. But oh my gosh, I just, I ate that up of him saying, asking her who does she belong to and making her say it again. And we all know how I feel about punishment scenes, about the praising scenes. You mix both of them together and it's just, oh, it makes me a happy, happy girl. I love to read it. So when she's looking up to him, she's had those pleading eyes, right? Like, I feel like I've definitely resonated with that. I don't know. I can't explain what triggers it. I can't explain what makes me like want it, you know, same as her in that moment. But there's just something in like that instant where I'm like, I just, I, I, I gotta have it. And I feel like that's what Bridget said in that one point. And it's like, you know, you kind of, you looking up and you're waiting for that permission of it. And it's like, yeah, and you're like, say less. Literally. Well, I'm about to say a lot less, um, but I digress. I'm also like a sucker for the scenes where the guys are telling the girls to undress. I don't know why, but there's something about that that gets me every single time and I don't know if it goes again into this power play where it's like you know the guy is still dressed and he's like take that off or take this down or strip down and you're just like you know you're just do it something about that like for me it comes back to the vulnerability the releasing of the control the not knowing what's going to happen next so she says it herself she's in heels she's in her underwear she's wearing these gloves and nothing else and then Reese tells her to crawl to him. And I, like, when I read that, I was like, I want to experience that. Like, what does that feel like? And I feel like her thoughts are, you know, would probably resonate the same as mine, right? Like, am I really about to do this? This is humiliating. This is degrading. But damn, am I turned on. And that's where I feel like when she does it and she, like, sees that, like, 
image of herself, you know, and she's like enjoying it at the same time. It goes back into that, that whole world of this, of this quote unquote being wrong, right? I shouldn't be doing this. I shouldn't be enjoying this. But at the same time, like I am 100% enjoying this and I want more of it. I, oh, I just, that image of her crawling towards him. Yeah. Got me too. Just amazing. <laughs> There's so much more to these stories than this, than just these spicy scenes. And I feel like, again, that's where Anna does such a great job where we get so much substance, so much romance, so much conflict and twists and turns and you don't know what you're getting. It's not just sex 24-7. Funny enough, I actually was reading a different series and I stopped it. For the first time, I didn't finish a book and I was midway for it because it was just sex after sex after sex after sex after sex. And I was like, mm, okay, maybe I just, I do want a little bit more substance. And then, oh, and behold, here comes the Twisted series. And I was like, this is the most amazing combination because I'm getting these stories of these people. And I'm also getting some of these spiciest scenes that I've read this year so far. And it's just a great combination of the two worlds together. I cannot recommend this series enough. I'm already on Twisted book three and I am flagging those pages because they're so, so good. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going away from my super, super dark romance that makes people wonder if there is something wrong with me. I still love those just as much, but it's nice to have a balance. I think sometimes just for my own sanity, my brain needs it. So if you're looking for a happy middle ground, I cannot recommend the series enough. So once again, that was Twisted Games, Twisted Book 2 by Anna Huang. Please share your thoughts and recommendations in the comments. I hope you enjoy tonight's story. We'll be back again next week. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Remember to stay safe. Consent is sexy and have a good night.